Welcome to Is This Love podcast brought to you by your relationship specialist and neuropsychotherapist, Joe Wilson of the Confidant Counseling. Great relationships make us healthier, happier, and can even extend your life. Enjoy my strategies to navigating love along with other experts in my field on this podcast. You can find all my weekly newspaper column articles at theconfidantcounseling.com. And so excited to bring to you my next part of Audacious August in attempting to walk in the shoes of a bloke in relationship with a female for a whole month. And it sure is mind boggling when you can't see as many shades of color when you're a bloke, you talk half as much, you struggle to put feelings into words and can often be incredibly frustrated when your woman does not want to put out as much as you like her to. So I do hope, however, you have benefited from this series in realizing that we are unique. These stereotypical behaviors don't apply to everyone. You are you and some women display more masculine behaviors than others and vice versa. So meanwhile, in the counseling room and as put forward on my social media page, The Confidant on Facebook, and there's also Instagram, that.confidant. Um, there are some recurrent themes of which I'm tackling. And today it's why do women always interpret the worst of what men are trying to say and not just assume the best one? I do hear this a lot. And guys also say we just can't get it right. So I believe that trying to say is the important phrase here. And I can't count the number of times that brave blokes have turned up for counseling rather ill-equipped to reveal what's really going on for them. And even worse, trying to talk about the F words and I'm talking feelings. So I actually contemplate how much socialization, especially here in Australia, has created this stoicism and repression of feelings that contributes to men leaving all the relationship stuff to the women. And to be honest, men are not feelingless. They're in there. So if many Australian blokes haven't traditionally been encouraged to speak about matters of the heart, coupled with their brain that tends to internalize things, How on earth could they expressively reveal their emotions to completely and openly communicate the way women want them to? And this is the connection that we all long for in our relationships, and that's emotional attentiveness. So we do need to appreciate the differences in the emotional center of our brains. Did you know, thanks to the work of Dr. Carolyn Leaf, that women have a stronger left amygdala, which is in the emotional center of our brain, and that recalls emotional experiences in much more detail than the fellas. Now, these guys are stronger on the right side, providing them to focus on the big picture in a more practical and orderly way versus the emotional ones. So guys are really fortunate to have a slightly small prefrontal cortex, which we also call the smart brain, and it allows them to get to the point a lot quicker with reason and logic. Oh man, gosh, we need you guys. So a woman's amygdala is more easily activated by emotions compared to men and their action-oriented and practical approach, and they're more alert to danger and they're wired for, for, for protecting. You threaten a bloke and then they'll exhibit a lot more emotion. So this practical and external focus explains why 
blokes just want to fix it without the need for the long talks as we go round and round in circles with no apparent point. So simply put, his brain circuits aren't just wired to retain information in the detailed and emotional way that a woman's is. So how on earth are they expected to communicate in the same way that we do? So it's also worth noting, if based on previous experience, some women could also label their man with certain traits and then filter in the worst case scenario. We can also incorporate catastrophic thinking into our relationship. And this then translates to a lack of trust and looking for all the negative in all situations. Do we even attempt to mind read in making weird and wonderful assumptions instead of giving them the benefit of the doubt? So for my husband were to say to me, huh, is there something different about your hair? What lens do I look that comment through? Do I take that automatically as a, oh, something's wrong with my hair? Or could it possibly be a compliment? Maybe it's coming. So that's the negative lens that we can view things for. And also does comparison steal the joy from hearing the positives in your man's communication as compared to what you hear other men say to their partner? Maybe you assume that all the other men besides yours say all the right thing and forget the positive traits and words that he doesn't get right in a different way. And I think it's quite different to note that you might see other blokes communicating in all the right ways, but put them in their intimate relationship and things could be quite different behind the scenes. So I totally agree that many men could share their relationship load in facilitating emotional attentiveness that I speak of. But could us ladies, however, remove any high expectations and the shoulds? Could we shift the blame to a bit more of a collaborative approach and enjoying our incredible differences in how we communicate and play the catch them doing it well game for a change? All right, so next week, it's the very big one. The common question, why don't men, women desire sexual intimacy as much as we do? So someone has emailed that one in and as you can imagine, it's very common. Again, stereotypically, it's not always the case. Some women have a higher libido than their man for all sorts of reasons. So stay tuned for next week. In the meantime, you can head to sunshinecoastcounseling.com and you can download my Spouse It Up Handy Relationship Tip Worksheet. So thanks again for your reviews. I look forward to hearing from you. Joe at theconfidantcounseling.com if you want to email me. Thanks again.